Welcome to episode 12 of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. A message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army, and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Dietz, and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. Now, I'm a regular army chaplain with a biblical Christian worldview, but whatever your own particular viewpoint on faith in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed for all to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable each of us to play our full part in the shared business of defence. Now, in this episode of the Padres podcast, I'm looking at the great human quality of humility, much prized and yet often misunderstood, And there's plenty in the Bible which helps us explore what humility is, what it isn't, and how valuable it is to those in authority over us, such as presidents, prime ministers, and for us military leaders at all levels. So let's get started, as I often do, with a definition of our key word, humility. I turned as I do to Google, and this is what it says. Humility is the quality of having a modest or low view of one's importance. So, according to this definition, derived from the Oxford English Dictionary, humility is a quality, i.e. something to be valued, and it's to do with modesty and a view of one's importance. The definition actually mentioned having a low view of one's own importance, which sort of works for the majority of us who are, well, just ordinary citizens. But how does that work if you are important, such as one in high authority, a senior leader, for example? Can we all cultivate the quality of humility, even if we're in a position of seniority and authority over others? It's a conundrum, isn't it? And it's the question I'm asking in this episode of the Padres podcast. Well, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that my next step is to search the scriptures on biblehub.com and see how and where a particular word is used in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so this is exactly what I did for our keyword humility. There are 36 verses which include the word humility, but we have to remember that in each case, this is always a translation into English of either a Hebrew word, in the case of the Old Testament, or a Greek word, in the case of the New. As with any translation, there is often an exercise of judgment, or at least interpretation, needed before choosing the right word to convey the original meaning. Humility is no exception. In fact, it's a difficult translation conundrum in a number of cases. And let me explain. The book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, so it was written in Hebrew in the original, contains a number of really insightful verses about humility, but often it's different Hebrew words that are translated as that same English word, humility. So let's take Proverbs 18 verse 12, for example. Before his downfall, a man's heart heart is proud, it says, but humility comes before honour. Now, the Hebrew word used here is anavah, and really it has at its root the concept of being meek or even poor. Now, that's interesting to me. What it's not saying is that in order to receive honour in this life, you need to be poor materially. But what it is hinting at is that in God's eyes, there is something about the human spirit which, 
if it constantly sees itself as poor or literally in need, well, you'll always be hungry for more of God's wisdom and his divine provision for you. And well, that keeps you humble despite your position of authority in life. And I like that idea. Now, the opposite of humility was mentioned in that proverb as pride. And it says, before his downfall, a man's heart is proud. So there's a warning here. Watch out for pride to develop and creep up under and catch you underwears. And of course, the place where pride grows is in the heart. I think that's much deeper, much more instructive than just the dictionary definition. Jesus famously taught in his Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, Jesus knew his Hebrew scriptures. He was born Jewish after all. And I'm convinced he is using this phrase, poor in spirit, to encourage his listeners to recognize their absolute need for God and the avoidance of pride if they are to take up their citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. Wow, that's rich. And of course, that was a pretty awful pun. So much for the Hebrew word of anavar. How is humility used in the New Testament, written originally in Greek? Well, there's a great verse in St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 3, where he writes this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Well, that's pretty clear, isn't it? Selfish ambition and empty pride are the enemies and opposites of humility, which in practical terms is all about valuing others above yourselves. The Greek word used here is really complex. Tapainfronsine or something like that. I can barely even say it. But it has at its root the idea of lowliness of mind. So basically, humility is a quality that grows in the heart and influences the mind. And I absolutely get that. And I'm sure, as you think about it, you do too. So for our Bible reading for this episode, we're turning to Jesus' teaching in Matthew chapter 18. And it begins with a great question. The 12 disciples were arguing amongst themselves as to who was going to get the best roles, the top spot at Jesus' right hand in the coming kingdom. And they ask him, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus' answer no doubt surprised them, even shocked them, but it cuts to the very heart of humility, as we shall see. The Bible reading is taken from the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew, the 18th chapter and reading from verse 1. Is humility the greatest quality of a leader? At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them and said, Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, there it is. Five short verses from Matthew chapter 18 
read there by Trooper Tristan, whom I've got to know well here in Bobbington, and who displays the quality of humility very naturally, and I wish him well as he prepares to join his regiment. So what are the Padres' three takeaways for this episode of the podcast, asking the question, is humility the greatest quality for a leader? Well, takeaway number one is this. The question Jesus' disciples asked him, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, is very telling, isn't it? Despite the fact that the 12 closest followers of Jesus, who'd been with him for three and a half years by this point, witnessing his teaching, his miracles, his completely radical approach to leadership, well, they hadn't really got it, had they? Who's the greatest, Jesus, is really code for which one of us is the best, the brightest, the strongest, the most capable, your preferred disciples. Oh, and by the way, can you, cons- can you secure us a special role in your coming kingdom? The question smacks of selfish ambition and empty pride of which I spoke earlier, and Jesus knew it. So what did he do? He taught them a great lesson, and one from which we too can all learn, no matter what level of leadership we hold, and that is the lesson of childlike humility. Now, when I say childlike, I don't mean childish, and nor did Jesus. No, he said, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, and then again, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. It's a brilliant response, and I bet they weren't expecting it. Jesus is pointing here to the fact children naturally possess humility, true humility, No doubt because they don't have high position and they haven't yet been corrupted by those very adult attributes of selfish ambition and empty pride. Jesus even mentions lowly position as a positive, indeed the greatest quality in the kingdom of heaven. And as I've said, it has nothing to do with the rank you hold, nor the role you perform, nor the size of your bank balance, but it's all to do with the state of your heart and the attitude you have towards others. So takeaway number one is this. If you look up to those who look up to you, well, you'll give them something really valuable to look up to, and that's your humility. Now, takeaway number two. I mentioned earlier that humility, at least in the biblical understanding, is all about remembering that you need to look to someone else to supply all your deepest needs and nurture your talents. And that's none other than God himself. Pride is all about thinking, I'm good, I've got this, I can do this all by myself. Look at me, I'm the king of the castle. Remember that proverb I mentioned earlier? Proverbs 18 verse 12. Before his downfall, a man's heart is proud. Oh, and for the avoidance of any doubt, it's just as relevant for women too. Well, it's a warning against pride, which leads to a man's or a woman's downfall, as history so often shows. If you're wise, you'll avoid that downfall by checking in on your pride and kicking it out of your heart. Finally, takeaway number three. My question asked, is humility the greatest quality of a leader? And I don't want anyone to get tripped up with some sort of ranking for qualities of leadership. Perhaps I should have asked, is humility one of the greatest qualities of a leader? 
But I wanted to tie it in with the disciples' question in Matthew 18, as you may have already guessed. Either way, I do think that humility is a foundational quality of true, authentic leadership. And why? Because it's so attractive, a quality to behold. For those of us who have to follow others, which is what leadership is all about. I would follow a humble leader anywhere. I'd accommodate their failings, their mistakes, their not quite getting stuff right. And why? Because I trust them. I want to follow them because they possess humility. And that means they value me and others more highly than themselves. Such a precious quality that is. So leaders of all ranks out there and all roles, sense check your heart. And when you pull out, of the, pull out the metaphorical dipstick on your heart and check the oil level, if it's right up to the mark with pure, clean humility rather than dirty old pride, then you'll know the engine which powers your leadership will be healthy for a good few kilometres ahead. Now there's a thought to ponder as we turn to a time of prayer. And so we come to our time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and serving at home, and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we're awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace, and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones we care for, and in whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we have it, the 12th of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023, answering the question, is humility the greatest quality of a leader? Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I mentioned pride a lot in this episode, and you may or may not be aware that pride is one of a list of seven toxic character traits, which are commonly known as the seven deadly sins. I thought for the next series of the Padres podcast, we'd have a deeper look at each of these, the flip side, if you like, of the Fruit of the Spirit series I did earlier this year. 
Now, if that whets your appetite, then be sure to look out for the first of these seven episodes, which will come out on Friday, the 7th of July. Now, if you missed any previous episodes of the Padres podcast, particularly the recent nine-part series looking at the fruit of the spirit that I've just mentioned, well, you can always go back and listen to it on Spotify or on your own chosen podcast platform. They're all there waiting for you. And at around 15 minutes an episode, they're short and sweet and full of encouragement and hope. If you follow Padres Podcast on Spotify or subscribe on your podcast platform, then the latest episode will be there waiting for you when it lands fortnightly on Fridays and you'll get a notification on your mobile. Until next time, therefore, I'm going to finish this episode with words from Matthew chapter 18, verse 3, read for us earlier by Trooper Tristan. Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus here is praising little children for their God-given quality of humility. And isn't it great that we can each reach back into our own childhood and bring forward into our adulthood that great quality which God gave us of humility. And we will reap the reward of informing and enhancing our leadership for the benefit of others. Well, I think I've got some homework to do after this episode. I need to practice what I preach after all as a padre and reach for that metaphorical dipstick into my own heart to see if there's any pride in me that is left unchecked. And perhaps I need an oil change to ensure that I'm topped up with that pure oil of humility that I need as a padre in the British Army. I suspect I do. And so now I ask, how about you? Until next time, this is Padre Matt, and this is the Padres Podcast.